Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by Weekend Assistant Editor with the Irish Examiner, Nicole Glennon. Hello. Peace. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So you wrote an article at the weekend. I am still getting asked, is it even a thing? Why we need to talk to our girls about masturbation. What prompted you to write this article? Well, I was actually watching the new season of Sex Education, which, you know, a lot of us probably were binge watching that (laughs) recently on Netflix. And the opening, one of the opening scenes is a character called Amy and she's introduced under the covers emerging as she climaxes. So it's a very kind of, um, you know, a, a big opening scene and she's her whole kind of bedroom. There's a lot of sex toys around her and um, I just found myself kind of a little bit uncomfortable watching it and even talking about it now I can find myself I'm kind of clamming up a little bit about using the words on the radio and I kind of asked myself why do I feel like that because um, I don't think I'd, I don't think we feel the same kind of chatting about men in that way at least we're, we're quite used to kind of seeing that on telly or movies and things like that so I suppose that's kind of where the idea came from um and then um you know I suppose as, as we kind of got got down to it um you know there's, there's a lot of links there with kind of the sex education maybe we got in school mm-hmm. um so it was quite interesting to look at. Do you think it's important for shows like this to show that kind of content? Yeah, I think so. Like, as I said, I was a little bit uncomfortable when I watched it. But mm. I think the reason for that was that it was something I wasn't used to seeing. Um, and I definitely think as a younger person, if you were watching a show like that, you know, at those kind of core ages, maybe 12, 13, 14, and you saw that, I suspect that would put a seed in your mind going, OK, that's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I suppose, you know, I, I, I'm 25. I never remember seeing something like that in a TV show. Um, you know, it, it just was kind of um, like, I don't know that the word masturbation was ever even mentioned in school. Um, so I suppose when something is kind of hidden, then that, that can sometimes lead people to think it's something dirty or it's something wrong that they shouldn't be doing, which obviously isn't... Um, isn't what we should be thinking about it. And this is the thing, it does start these conversations that probably do need to happen because like you in school, masturbation would never have been mentioned in sex ed, never mind anything else other than how not to get pregnant. So I think we have moved on quite a, a, a long while, which is good. We've done, we're doing better than we were, but we probably do need to be incorporating these topics in as well because as you say, it's something that people have questions about. Definitely. And I think that where it kind of links in too is, you know, we hear a lot about the orgasm gap and the fact that, you know, in heterosexual relationships, oftentimes, you know, men might come a lot of the time and women don't. And, you know, if you think about it, if, if you know, as a woman, you yourself, you know, aren't kind of used to exploring yourself or you don't have any information, you know, about what might make you feel good, then how can you you know talk to a partner about that you know so I think a lot of women kind of felt like well they didn't have that information or maybe they hadn't um explored that themselves um and that was something that came out came up with um Yuanda Biala who we interviewed for the piece um Mm -hmm. some people might remember her she was on Love Island a couple of years ago and that was actually something that she chatted about in the piece that she had not had an orgasm and for years she didn't really see it as an issue because she didn't know they were actually a thing for women um so she just assumed that a man would have one and a woman wouldn't 
Um, and she links that back to the fact that she got no education in school and she never really talked to, say, her parents about sex and things. So um, I suppose she was kind of thinking, you know, if, if she had been given a little bit more information when she was younger, it would have been something she would have been more comfortable with. Um, so I suppose it's, it's all kind of links together, I think. It definitely does. And you were also in the article, you looked at a report done by Flow Health as well, didn't you? Mm. Yeah, we did. And um, I think all these kind of, you know, different stats that we, we get, they all kind of point to, um, I suppose, the same overall thing, which is that women aren't getting this information. And that can lead to, um, I think I think there was a study in there about, you know, there's different studies say different things, but between five and and fifteen percent of women have never had an orgasm, um, you know, so so that's quite um, you know, I suppose it's kind of like sad. Like obviously, if you choose not to, that's something else. But for a lot of people, it was that they maybe didn't try because they felt ashamed or they felt it was something dirty or they thought it was something that women couldn't do but men could do. Um, and then if they did struggle to have one, they didn't feel like they could ask anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that was kind of a stat, a stat that, you know, was kind of sad to read. And then there's other stats as well about, you know, in relationships that, you know, up to 95% of men um, will orgasm um, versus just 65% of women. So again, I suppose that we're just not really prioritizing um, our own pleasure, really. And this is where the conversation needs to happen, because obviously... They, they weren't aware maybe of certain things or that, you know, they are capable of pleasure also because they weren't discussing mm-hmm. it with their friends. Well, maybe now I haven't spoken to my male friends about masturbation because I don't think that'd be a conversation <laughs> I would bring up. But I do think it's, you know, it is something that we don't talk about with friends necessarily. Yeah, like I I have to say, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with my female friends about no. it um, or certainly my male friends. <laughs> but like I definitely have memories in school of guys, you know, saying things, maybe not completely explicitly, but kind of alluding to um, their bedroom habits or even, you know, I think a lot of people and definitely young people today will have experiences of being you know, exposed to pornography and things like that. And um, certainly I was very aware that it was something men did when I was younger and that it was something boys did and that it was something very normal. Um, and I never really got that message the same way for women. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and, and, and Grace also Shea, we interview as well in the piece who's actually worked in schools and has done a lot of work around sex education and young people. And she says, even today, going into schools, she'll get girls asking her, is masturbation even a thing? Is it real? do women have orgasms you know even I suppose in the environment we're kind of living in where you know I do think it's great that we we do have more people kind of opening up um and I mean even if you like look at the likes of say Joanne McNally and Vogue Williams they recently you know did a show about sex and and they'll often talk about sex toys and things like that on their podcast which I think is brilliant um and we have you know celebrities like Lily Allen putting their name to vibrators and things so I definitely think that's changing but it was quite interesting to hear that even today in Irish schools there's teenage girls saying oh is that a thing that people actually do or you know can I have an orgasm so there's definitely still a lot of education that needs to happen yeah and it's important to have that healthy conversation around it where you can sit and you can ask someone these questions if you do have a question 
Yeah, and I completely get that, you know, teachers might feel that that isn't their place. Or if you're a parent listening to this, particularly maybe if you're a mum of a daughter, you know, the thought of talking to your daughter about masturbation might make you cringe. And I think Grace um, had some great advice where she kind of said, firstly, you know, embrace the cringe. All of us feel a little bit awkward talking about this. That's fine. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't talk about it. And the other thing is, if you are finding it difficult to maybe, you know, have that direct conversation, why don't you, you know, buy a book maybe and give a book to your daughter that, you know, you're happy enough for them to read that maybe covers the issue or, you know, another way to kind of incorporate might be sitting down and watching a show like Sex Education. And if a scene like that comes up, maybe that's a way to bring it up and kind of go, oh, isn't it great, you know, that, um, you know, Amy's able to do that or, um, you know, to not kind of have that awkward, mm-hmm. I'll leave the room and we won't talk about it thing because then it's you're kind of giving the message. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, like, <laughs> I'll go make the tea. Know, I'm yeah. on my own watch list, but, um, <laughs> you know, I was thinking, look, if I was a mother and I had a daughter here, like I'd, I'd be trying to consciously, I suppose, not show that yeah. I was feeling a little bit awkward watching it. Yeah. Um, because you don't, you don't want to get that message, I suppose. Absolutely not. And I'd much prefer, like, although it would be terribly embarrassing, you would much prefer, I think, that they came to you and asked you a question, then go out and try and figure mm. it out for themselves. Absolutely. I mean, it's the same thing, you know, whether it's masturbation, whether it's, you know, someone's own pleasure, it's the same thing. Um, with sex education you don't want them learning it from porn you don't want yeah. them um, you know kind of having to figure things out by themselves and you don't know where they're getting the information so it's always better that it kind of comes from someone they trust um, which can sometimes be awkward for that person but you know you're doing the right thing and um, you know I suppose another way of going about it as well that um, Grace Alice mentioned is to just kind of put pleasure in with anything else you're talking about around sex mm-hmm. so you know if you are giving them the bees talk um <laughs> that you know when you're telling them about how they can get pregnant that you're also saying look it, it's supposed to feel good and you know your pleasure is just important as his and it shouldn't be painful and all those kind of messages that you just give those as well yeah. um so you're kind of yeah. giving them you know the, the health information and the information about the contraceptive and, and staying safe but you're also making sure they know um that it's okay for them to want to get pleasure from us and that you know it's completely normal and they can ask you questions about that too. Nicole Glennon thank you very much for starting the conversation. No worries thanks for having me on.